Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to show 22 of Frequency Cast, the UK's digital TV and technology podcast. My name's Carl, and with me in the studio is our resident technologist, Pete. Hello. Frequency Cast offers you a tantalizing take on technology and is driven by feedback from our listeners via frequencycast.co.uk. In this show, here's what we'll be taking a look at. News on DAB, Sky, HD and Freeview. A look at a whole bundle of TV accessories. Surge protectors, clever remotes, AV senders and more. Plus your questions on iPods, Freeview feedback, FreeSat and expats. First, here's Pete with a news update. Frequency cast, now loading, news. The first Frequency Cast news of 2008, starting off with Freeview news. Those with a Freeview hard disk recorder, badged as a Freeview playback device, may be interested to know that there's talk of a Freeview Anytime service being added, where some Freeview content gets downloaded automatically to your set-top box overnight. This is similar to the Top-Up TV Anytime and the Sky Anytime service. We'll keep you informed when we have more. Next, High Definition. In December 2007, two new HD channels joined the Sky Digital lineup. First off, there was Channel 4's offering, with shows like Ugly Betty in high definition. More shows, including Hollyoaks, are expected in HD from Channel 4 in 2008. Channel 4 HD is on Sky Channel 140. There's also Lux TV, covering luxury homes, jewellery, holidays, etc., in high definition on Sky Channel 286. Next, a few DAB digital radio stories. If you're a fan of the extra radio stations offered by Digital Radio, note that there's now a cheap way of getting dab in your car. Pure has brought out the Pure Highway. This requires no special installation, it's powered by your car's cigar lighter, and sticks to your windscreen much like a sat-nav device. It's able to receive dab radio signals and rebroadcast them on an FM frequency that your existing car sound system can tune into. A great idea, and these are available now for under £70 online. Staying with DAB Radio, our friends at Revo have recently launched the world's first ever combined DAB, FM and internet radio that's also ready for DAB Plus, the new standard. Called the Blick Radio Station, this can also stream music from your PC or a Mac using Wi-Fi. The brick-shaped Blick, try saying that after a few Christmas sherries, is available now, offering well over 9,000 stations. The links are on our show notes. Finally on DAB, it looks like the launch of Channel 4 Radio, the national digital radio station set to rival BBC's Radio 4, may now be delayed until April 2009. E4, with a mix of music and comedy, is still on target to launch in the second half of 2008. Next, some BT Vision news. You can expect to find an interactive newsletter coming to your BT Vision set-top box soon. Also, BT are trialling a new movie download service where you can watch a movie for free on the condition that you're prepared to sit through some non-skippable ads. There's only three movies in the trial so far. The um, huge blockbusters, Mischief Nights, Played and the punk rock movie. Next, BT Home Hub users note that from December 2007, an automatic update is being pushed out to users. If you've been naughty and never changed your hub's password, note that version 6.2.6e changes the default system password from admin to your hub's serial number. This new patch also fixes some existing Wi-Fi issues. And finally, the things you find on eBay. 
the 301 mile an hour vampire dragster that nearly killed Top Gear's Richard Hammond popped up on eBay just before Christmas. Last seen with a bid of nearly £5,000, the description stated, In first class pre-crash condition, the vampire is now a little worse for wear after its much publicised excursion into the weeds. It is being sold for scrap without any warranty or guarantees whatsoever. What a bargain. Thanks, Pete. For more on these news stories, take a look at today's show notes at www.frequencycast.co.uk. Frequencycast. Now loading. Focus. So now it's time for fascinating, funky focus without any feisty feedback from any of you friendly folk. Yeah, where is everyone? Where's our feedback? This part of the show is driven by you. We want to hear what you want us to talk about. If not, we're just going to sing. (laughs) Now that is a threat. (laughs) No, we're not. We are going to fabulously, fascinatingly focus in on something that has been voted by a few listeners that could be bothered to go to our voting site. And today we are discussing TV accessories. TV accessories coming your way. Now, we've got a lot to get through here. I have a bag of rubbish that I've brought with me. Why the funny accent on rubbish? Rubbish. Oh, rubbish. Jonathan Ross is doing the rubbish today, is he? Waskily rubbish. And we have about 14 items of TV accessories to run through. So, first of all, I'm going to delve into my little sack here. Right. A bit of wire with that on it. Okay. Right. So, what have we here? A bit of wire with that on the end. It looks like a. That looks like numerous things. It looks like kind of a, a miniature mouse with an infrared box or thing on it. There you go. What this is, is a Sky TV link. This little part of it here plugs into an aerial lead that happens to be connected to your Skybox and allows you to change the channels on your Skybox. So if you've got a telly up in the bedroom and you've got Sky downstairs, run an aerial lead from the Skybox to the bedroom telly, put this little TV link in the way, and it means you can use your Sky remote to change channels remotely from downstairs. Clever? Hmm. Most intriguing, Mr. Bond. Most intriguing indeed. But have you got a cat? Meow. So, if you want one of these, 15 quid. Control your skybox from upstairs. Done deal. Next! Next, you're going to ask me what happens if you've got a Freeview box and you want to remotely control your channel, aren't you? Oh, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> what I'm wondering next is, uh, what happens if you've got a Freeview box and you want to remotely control it from your bedroom? Your bathroom? <laughs> What a good question. You can buy remote control extend. It was the question on everyone's lips. It was, especially that person there listening to us in Hastings. There's a person in Hastings listening to us now? Is there anyone listening from Hastings? Is there anybody in Kent? We want to hear from our Kent listeners. Please get in touch. From ye old Kent town. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you can get a remote control extender if you have free view. There's a sender and a receiver. You put the sender by your TV and the receiver upstairs or somewhere else, and it wirelessly sends remote controls up and downstairs. So it's Wi-Fi then? Wireless. Oh, it's wireless. Yes. Wireless TV, yes. Bit like your toothbrush. Go on in. Thank you. Uh, next, we're going to talk about one of these. Just... No, 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 no. Next! <laughs> we're going to talk about one of these. What's that? Uh, that's like a, ooh, it's like a. Do you know what that looks like? That looks like one of those razor seats you put on the car, you know, for the children. What is it? What's that at the back? Aerial. That is an aerial. So what you have there is a little box from the Little Mermaid. Thank you. A little box with a little aerial. This is an AV sender. This plugs into the back of something like your Skybox or perhaps a DVD recorder and sends the output wirelessly to a receiver that you have somewhere else in the house. So a good example of this is let's say you've got your Skybox downstairs and you want to watch TV upstairs but you can't be bothered to run aerial cable up the stairs and cleat it and drill holes and stuff. You can use these wireless senders. How fascinating. Uh, How far does this actually work? What sort of distance are we talking about? 
if you look in all the books, they say anywhere between about 30 metres and 100 metres, but that's line of sight. So obviously if you've got walls and stairs and things in the way, it's going to slow it down. But yeah, one of these, if you look for one with something like a 100 metre line of sight range, that should cover the average house. Fantastic. So all your neighbours can watch it for free. <laughs> if they buy a receiver, yes. Well, especially in your neighbourhood. What's it like? In <laughs> Box City. It doesn't block the wireless signals, which is good. And uh, how do you connect this one? Uh, SCART. SCART lead out the back of your box, into your telly, into these little gadget things, so it's all, all through SCART. Um, you get this for around about 25 quid. Yeah, I was going to say how much? Yeah, around about 25 quid. And the price? 25 quid. And what do they retail for? They're around about 25 quid. Yeah, I had a funny feeling you were going to say that. I don't really feel I need to ask. How much? Absolutely. Next! No, not quite. Next! No, two more things to say yet. Uh, one, they don't work with high def. You can't send high def wirelessly. All right. There you go. And two, you can use your own remote control, your ordinary remote control. You don't have to buy a special remote for these. The final thing I'm going to mention is there is a top-of-the-range one that lets you connect four different devices at the same time, and you have a little remote control, so you can swap it over by remote control. They're about 100 quid, um, and if you're looking for one of these, either look for One for All or Digisender as the makes. One for all or Digisender? Oh, oh, oh. And another quick note on AV senders. If you've got Virgin Cable, note that many AV senders can't cope with the complex remote control commands used on cable boxes. See our show notes for links to an AV sender that we know works well with Virgin. Sounds super. What next? Right. Okay, let us move on. Uh, Okay, hang on, I've got to show you something here. What is this? Um, Broken, the amount of throwing around (laughs) you doing of it. It's an SLX2B, or not 2B, who knows? So, got mains plug on the end, LED on it, two sockets there that say... TV1, TV2, um, and Ant. So, obviously, this is an Ant farm. It is an Ant farm. That you can plug into your telly. Absolutely. This is a signal booster. Plug that into the mains, plug your incoming TV aerial into that. Can I have that? No. <laughs> is it yours? <laughs> you need one, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm you, taking it. You can borrow it. So, plug your TV aerial into there, and you can feed two different TV sets... And uh, improve your signal. Mm. Now, I know what you're going to say here. Is this a way of getting free view if I'm in a bad signal strength area? No. How much is this? <laughs> uh, boosters, about 15 quid upwards. Decent one, you're probably looking at about 20 pounds. Okay. But it is important to note that these don't solve all the problems. How do you solve a problem like Maria? With an axe. And a little pot of jelly. These don't solve all your problems. If you're in an area where you can't get a decent free view signal, buying a booster isn't necessarily going to help, because basically, connect it to your TV aerial, what it would do, as well as boosting your signal, it's also going to boost the noise that's coming in. So actually, they don't necessarily help pull in a decent signal. What they do do, though, if you've got an aerial feed coming into your house and you're feeding off to two or three different tellies, one of these will keep the signal strength nice and high. So if you've got to run up and down the stairs, you can lose signal through the cables. But these are a good way of just boosting up the signal if you're distributing around the house. Okay, pretty much sold on that one. Yeah, you didn't slow your speech once. <laughs> you're taking the pish. <laughs> no, I'm taking the schmicky. Anyway, with a booster, one other thing to look for, if you're using one of these Sky Magic Eye things that we talked about, some of these boxes don't work with it, so look for one that supports um, sending remote control commands as well. Next! Okay. Excellent. Surround sound. Surround sound. Surround sound. Surround sound. Surround sound. Surround sound, isn't it? You're a sound chappy. Do you know much about surround sound? Who said that? Where are you? That came from behind. <laughs> no idea at all. 5.1, isn't it? 
Yeah, and do you know what 5.1 is? Yeah, it's five speakers and one bass bin. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's five speakers and one bass bin. I'm impressed. Not actually that many people know that, because you can get a... You're still impressed. I'm less impressed. <laughs> You're cruising for a bruising. Yeah, You're trying to be cool now. You can have a, a... You're a geek. Oh, shut your nose. You can have a, a, a 2.1, a 3.1, 4.1, 5.1. So it is the number of speakers. Where should you position your speakers for surround sound? There's also a 10.2. Well, that's just next door. What's a 5.1? <laughs> You're almost 5. funny. 5. 5. 5. So, so come on then, where should you put your speakers for surround sound? Uh, right, your speaker setup is like this. When you say right, do you mean... Right, yeah. Okay. Right, anyway, you have your bass bin wherever you want in the room, because bass goes anywhere, it's like tidal wave. Uh, you have your front left and you have front right. You have back left and you have back right. And then you have a mono in the centre, which you put above, below or around... The origin of the TV set. Spot on. Well done, sir. Okay, here's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Do you know the different types of surround sound? Loud. Quiet. Medium. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got Dolby surround sound. Uh, You've got Logic Logic surround. THX. Yeah. What's the Logic one? Yeah, you're talking um, Dolby Pro Logic 2 is the one you're thinking of. That's actually not true surround sound. What that does is it takes stereo and it just kind of widens it and gives you a surround sound effect. Fake. Alexandre O'Neill wrote a song about it. Criticise? What a good song. <laughs> yeah, the two you're looking for if you want true surround sound is either Dolby Digital or DTS are the ones that give you the proper cinematic experience. Um, virtual is the other one, which is basically kind of artificially bouncing off back walls and giving you a sort of thingy. But yeah, if you, want to, if you want the best, you want to go 5.1 and you want to go Dolby Digital or DTS. Thank you. And what else are you going to tell me about that then? Where I can buy it? How much it is? Uh, you can actually get Surround Sound for about 80 quid. Argos Catalogue, Surround Sound, 80 quid. There you go. Is that it? That's what yeah. you're going to tell me? Yeah. Can't you get it from a Nan Summers catalogue? No. Okay, next. Right. Remote controls. New device for you. More from the bag of crap. What's this? No, let me have a look at this. What's this one? Let's do this first. Oh, you know that one. You've seen that one before. That's our old friend. Oh, it's a sling box. Yeah, yeah. Has that changed its look? That's Good grief. What's that got written all over the top? Oh, hold it. It's my first sling box. Is this by Sony? <laughs> oh, it's a pally toy. What? Do you know you haven't actually seen one of these since way back in show three? So I thought I'd bring it in to remind you. Red underneath, the strange thing looks like a sort of grey brick. But sling box, plug it into your TV set and it lets you stream TV all around the world. So if you're on holiday or if you're travelling through work, you can watch your TV by remote. 99 quid, show three. Thank you very much. Next! No, let's put that on the shelf up here. Way out of sight. That's nice. Okay. Actually, it looks quite stylish. Oh, it's a remote. Oh, it's this blue thing. I've seen this before. Where's the one with the screen? That was nice. Huh? Yeah, it didn't work, though. <laughs> Just give us a description. Oh, I like that. I like the way that flashes there. Uh, right, okay. So this is a large... Um, it looks like something out of the Roswell case. You know, they had that funny panel thing. It looks like one of those. It's actually a large uh, silver. It's quite sleek, um, remote. It's got icons on the top, such as telly, uh, video, DVD, CD, music, note, and satellite. It's got a magic button. One, oh, right, uh, okay. Keypad number one. It's two, a remote three. control. You don't have to go into all the details. But basically, don't shake it. No, leave it alone. Um, the clever thing is it's got this blue display. This is called a chameleon, and it's from uh, One for All. And basically, when you press a button like DVD, the control changes. So CD. Ooh! You got, when you do CD, you surround things come up. Where's that gone? No, it must have been that one then. Oh, that's the one. Mm. Look at that. The music and the note and the notes fly around. Oh, I like this. How much is this? These start from about 40 quid. This one's a five in one. 
And basically the idea is that it stays there completely dark, flat on the table. When you move it, the whole display lights up. I tried to do that, but you didn't do it. Yeah, you were shaking it around like it was a rattle there. Yeah, it's a nice little unit. They're about 40 quid. Who's that made by? Uh, it's by One, One for, for all. all. They're pretty popular in the remote-controlled world. Um, you can get spare remote controls for your telly starting around about five or six quid. You get a nice keyring one, I found, for eight quid. A little keyring remote control, which is quite nifty. I've got one of them. If you are getting one of these, One for All does tend to be quite a good make, quite popular. You actually want to look for one that's future-proof. And this one here happens to be a future-proof one. Basically, over the phone or through the internet, you can update remote controls. So it's not like it's tied to certain makes of TV and things. You can actually get new codes for it. So it should work with all the new stuff that's coming out as well. Now that is clever. Something I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, there you go. So look for a future-proof one. I want to show you this. Here's a picture of a very nifty multiple remote control unit. This thing controls 15 devices. What, at once? Uh, yeah, actually, it does in a strange way. But what do you think of the, the look of it? It looks like a mobile phone, uh, but longer. And uh, has a little screen like a mobile phone. Yeah, so what we're looking at here is the Harmony 885. This has a colour screen with 65,000 colours on the display. You plug it into your PC and do all the setups. You have to enter the make and model in the PC. It's got some clever software that says, what do you want to do? And it talks you through how to install all of the, the stuff you want it to do. Controls 15 different devices. Has a huge internet database of all of the devices that you can control with this. And it remembers the state of equipment. Like if your video's turned off, it knows. So it'll know to turn it on before it does things. And it has a feature called Macro. So you can program it like those old big trucks you used to have, so you can program it to turn the video on, turn the TV on, switch to channel 3, press play, all that kind of stuff. What do you mean, like Bigfoot? No, Big Track, where you programmed in all the moves and it went forward, left. Not Bigfoot? Yeah, it took an apple to your dad or something. That's the one. So, you're showing your age, you are. I don't know what you're talking about. Whippersnapper. Yeah, so how much for this then? Oh, about anywhere between about 80 and 150 quid. Yeah, about 180 quid. Really? Which is more expensive than most people's set-top boxes and TVs and stuff combined. So combined. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you're seriously into your TVs and you've got stacks of remote controls everywhere, consider getting one of these, but 180 quid it's incredibly steep. Yes. Mm. Is it time to say next? Next, please. Okay. I was discussing in the office the subject of TV accessories, and we're trying to actually work out whether Freeview could be classed as a TV accessory for the sake of this programme. We have decided to say no. Freeview boxes aren't actually a TV accessory. But I do want to point to this little thing. It's a bush. It is a bush. George Bush? No. Garden. Thank you. Bush gardens. I get it. I get it. No. <laughs> garden bush. <laughs> oh, garden bush. Okay. So this is a SCART socket that's basically a Freeview receiver. Bush make these things. 35 quid. Plugs into a SCART connection on your telly and takes a TV aerial in. So it's kind of an accessory. It's like a single standalone SCART device that just happens to be a Freeview receiver. That's very nice. Next. Next! Apple TV. There's a box, there's a picture. Look, 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 look. This little box plugs into your telly and it lets you access iTunes on your TV. We've never really covered these before. It lets you basically watch uh, iTunes video, your photo collection. You can listen to podcasts, audio podcasts, video podcasts on your telly. A little irritatingly... (coughs) Verbal, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rather irritatingly, these have a couple of odd connections. It's got HDMI for high def and component video. So if you happen to have an HDMI or a component video and you're a big fan of iTunes, this could be for you. But to be honest, 180 quid for this device just to watch your iTunes collection. A little bit steep, but I know there's quite a few Mac fans out there that are keen on these beasties. Fair enough. What are we going to do um, now? Oh, what was that? Well, you had some other things. Oh, <laughs> my favourite toy. 
I think we should do a separate feature on this. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say no more than TV be gone. TV be gone. Excellent. Yes, we have a long and complicated story to tell about these, but that's probably not for today. No. The best 12 quid I've ever spent. If you want to know more before we talk about it, look at the website. <laughs> www.frequencycast.co.uk Now listen, and this is very important, we're going to put a very special audio clip with this particular article, which tells you what we've done with it. <laughs> it's a conversation we had off track. <laughs> and oh, it's it's a, a couple of months ago now, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> And it just so happens to tell you all about this product. So uh, you want to know more, go to the website, look at it, and uh, listen to what we've got to say. Excellent. Okay, enough said. Next, please! I want to very quickly mention RF Modulator. (gasps) RF Modulator. (coughs) I shouldn't have done that. If you've got a TV that doesn't have a SCART socket and you want to connect a Freeview box or a Skybox or a Virgin Media box, buy an RF modulator, you plug your aerial into one end and a SCART socket into the other and it plugs into your TV and it means your TV without a SCART socket can watch things that have a SCART socket on. 25 quid. Sorry, um, what was that again? Next. That. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Oh, no, I've seen one of these before. This is one of those SCART box things is where you have multiple SCARTs plugged into one SCART socket on your TV or whatever and then you can uh, select between which one you want. But there's a button to push. Ah, yes, this is yeah, exactly what it is. These days you've got your video recorder and your DVD recorder and your Skybox and, and, and your games console and everything. You haven't got enough SCART sockets, so you need some kind of SCART adapter. You can get basic manual SCART switches for about 10 quid that take three or four different inputs and connect your telly. This is my favourite. This is a Blue Delta Smart SCART. This has five sockets, about 30 quid, and it's auto-sensing. So when you switch on your DVD recorder... It uh, identifies which socket it's connected to. A little light comes on. Your TV will switch to the output. So it saves all the mucking about with buttons and switches and things. 30 quid. There's an advanced one called the Plus. Takes six SCARTs and two Phono S videos, so you can get up to eight things running on it. 45 quid. Highly recommended. Okay, so now surge protectors, no doubt, yes? Uh, I also wanted to mention HDMI selectors. If you've got high def, you can now get... Um, selectors about 50 quid that will only let you switch two connectors if you want to start switching more high def things three or four you're getting up in the 150 quid mark which is not particularly good okie dokie and finally as you have preempted me already surge protectors i want to mention look at that it's a multicolored surge protector it has plug sockets in purple red yellow brown blue and orange and also has two others so what you got two four six eight uh, plug sockets, you seem to have uh, these uh, TV aerial sockets? Yeah, so what we have here, obviously surge protectors, uh, plug into your mains, the, the theory here being if you get a main surge and you've got a whole stack of expensive home cinema system stuff connected, a main surge can just screw up the electronics inside these things. So getting a surge protector can be quite a good idea. Basic ones, um, having a look around, I found a fairly basic Belkin that will do the job for about 30 quid. The one we're looking at a picture of here is a Monster HTS 800. This is 90 quid, which is quite a lot for a surge protector, but it has colour-coded sockets so that you don't get confused as to what you're plugging in and out. And as you say, it's got TV aerial in, TV aerial out, and it takes satellite as well so it can protect your skybox. So there you go. That is our whiz-through 15 top TV accessory items, and unfortunately there is no more. Next! And you said it wouldn't be a good idea to do the whole show... And you said it wouldn't be a good idea to do the whole show. Oh, sorry. And you said it wouldn't be a good idea to do the whole show drunk. Cheers.
Marvellous. But just before we start interaction, um, what's in that little black pouch there? Yes, I want to give a very quick mention to this little product. Let me unzip it. Do you recognise this? Oh, it's a TomTom Navigator. It's the new one as well. Shiny. What flavour? Hedgehog flavour. Ah, roadkill. (laughs) Let me switch it on. Do you get the same in Badger or only bigger? Okay, so this is the TomTom 720T sat-nav device. This has something a little bit special. Let's give this a quick demonstration. So we want to go to a particular address. Carl, think of an address. Berkeley Square. Okay, in London? Yeah, London. Right. Okay, now this, it used to be you had to go into here and type in uh, navigate to London. This is how it's all changed. Let's just try something here. Okay, so I'm going to press navigate to address and then spoken address. Please state city. London. London. Barclay Square. Barclay Square. Please spell house number. One, four. Fourteen. So as you're driving, you can just say the address you want to navigate to without having to distract yourself and type in things on keyboards, and it does your sat-nav for you. Isn't that clever? I think that's absolutely fantastic. It's well worth the money. I'll have that now. Thanks. Cheers. Merry Christmas to you, So I want to ask our listeners if they would like us to cover the latest in sat-nav on our next show. This little device, it has travel news, it has spoken directions of a very different type, a whole load of new gadgets that the older sat-navs didn't have. If anyone out there wants us to discuss this in more details, go to our website and you can vote for what we cover in the next show. And vote for TomTom and we may well discover this in more detail in the next show. Cool? Superb! Now, where were we? Let's get on with these emails. Joseph asks, will there be a free sports channel on Freeview? And what TV channels does Whitehaven have since they've gone totally digital? Sorry, Joseph, no sign of a free sports channel, although Sky Sports News is available on Freeview. If you're prepared to subscribe, there is Satanta available on Freeview, BT Vision or Top Up TV via a TV aerial. A question from Sarah, an expat in New Zealand. I would love to watch BBC and ITV and C4 programmes via my PC. I'm having no luck being able to subscribe to anything as I live abroad. New Zealand TV is awful, and although sometimes they have UK programmes, they're mostly three years out of date. Hmm, tough one. It's all about broadcasters' rights, territories, and of course money. A broadcaster will pay to screen a TV show within a certain country for a certain period of time for a certain fee. If a service were to pop up offering TV shows to a worldwide audience, then the TV studios would lose out, hence the restrictions you're seeing. It's just the same as DVD region encoding. You could take a look at Jump TV or Juiced for some extra TV content. Or if you know someone in the UK, go for the Slingbox option. See our show notes for the links. Next, a call from Kenny Sullivan, asking if the lobster phone is still available. My name is uh, Kenny Sullivan, and I want to know if the Lobster 700 TV mobile phone is still available. Thank you. Bye. A call there from Kenny Sullivan. He wants to know if the Lobster 700 TV phone is still available. Thanks, Kenny. Also, thanks to Dr. Ajaz Kondal for contacting us about BT Vision and pointing out that the Vision self-install kit now includes two powerline adapters to allow you to connect your Vision set-top box to the home hub using your house's mains wiring. Another good reason to get a free BT Vision set-top box. We looked at powerline adapters, also known as home plugs, back in show 2, and we reviewed BT Vision in show 12. And Darren Nay's been in touch asking what the difference is between a Freeview Playback PVR and a standard Freeview PVR. Pete. Hi Darren. Freeview Playback is a certification for Freeview PVRs and simply means that a recorder must have an 8-day program guide, 
have series link and be able to handle recordings where there's been a schedule change. Many PVRs already handle this, but the Freeview playback logo is there to make it clear to consumers just what their PVR supports. Next, another call to our podline. Hi, my name's Rosemary Satchwell. I live on Hailing Island. I'm trying to record onto a DVD from my B plus box, but I haven't managed to get one to the other. I'm sure that it's just all the um, cables in the wrong place, but I don't know where to put them. But perhaps somebody could help. Okay, we get lots of messages about this one. The best thing to do is try a basic connection. Disconnect everything, then start from basics. First, connect your DVD recorder to the TV using SCART and set your TV as if it was watching a DVD. Then, connect your VBOX to the DVD recorder line in using another SCART lead. Next, and this is the step that's often missed, set the DVD recorder to record from the line in. On your remote, there should be a line in or OGS feed button. Set it to the line in that the VBOX is connected to by SCART and start the recording. We've got more on this on our show notes. And greetings to new listener Chris Cockrum. He's recently bought an iPod Touch, loves it to bits, but is disappointed about the lack of features on it compared to the iPhone. I've heard about jailbreaking the iPod Touch. Can you tell me what effect that will have on the Touch? Also, is Apple going to be bringing out a software development kit? Over to you, Brian. You rang? What do you want to do? Yeah, look up a word. You want me to define a word. That's easy. Just name the word. Jailbreak. Dude, you came to the right place. Let me search through my data and tell you what I found. Here's the definition of jailbreak. None. An escape from jail. Now, wasn't that interesting? Why does he do all these definitions in drag? (coughs) Greetings, Chris. For those that don't know, jailbreaking is the process of unblocking Apple's iPhone and iTouch devices so they can run third-party apps. For the iTouch, this means calendar editing, stocks, weather, etc. There is some risk, though, and Apple certainly don't like you doing this. Apple has announced that developers will be able to get their hands on a software development kit from February 2008, which will let developers start making third-party apps for both the iTouch and the iPhone. There's also talk of a software upgrade from Apple to allow more features to be added to the iTouch. And now a question from Doug Rattray. I've got an O2 XDA Orbit on your recommendation last year, and it served me well. My contract will be running out in late January, so I'll be looking to upgrade. What would you guys recommend? I'm looking for something with the same functionality. GPS, MP3 player, reasonable camera. Hi Doug. Well, if you're a fan of the O2 XDA Orbit, in January 08, O2 are bringing out the Orbit version 2. GPS, 3 meg camera, 3G and video calling. That could well be the choice for you. This is also known as the HTC Touch Cruise. Or alternatively, if you fancy a phone with a keyboard, try the O2 XDA Stellar, which is available now. And now, a hi to Dean Cousins. He says, I've heard about FreeSat launching in spring 2008. Can you let us know a little more detail about what its lineup is likely to be and when the new receivers will be available? As always, I enjoy the show and wait with bated breath for it to pop up in my podcast inbox. That's a bit of a tongue twister. FreeSat is a joint venture between the BBC and ITV. The FreeSat service will offer over 80 TV and radio channels, all for a one-off installation fee. The channels aren't confirmed yet, but we know they'll be the main BBC and ITV channels. BBC3, BBC4, ITV2, ITV3. There'll also be subscription-free high-definition content from the BBC and ITV, as well as all the BBC radio stations. We've heard that the service is due to launch in March 2008, with receivers being available on the high street. You'll need to get a dish installed for FreeSat, and of course we'll keep you updated here on FrequencyCast. Well that's it for interaction, and for this FrequencyCast. 
please get in touch with your comments on today's show. Or if you have any questions you'd like us to answer in the next show, give us a call and leave us a message. Our podline number is 0208 133 4567. Or leave us a voice message using Skype. Our Skype ID is FrequencyCast. You can write on the Facebook FrequencyCast wall. Or, of course, you can send us a message via our website. Remember to check out the show notes for this show, Show 22, to find out more about those TV accessories. And especially, of course, the surprise bonus material. Which can be found at www.frequencycast.co.uk Well, that's it for today's DAB, HD, TV, AV and iPods for you bots. Until the next show, bye for now. Frequencycast. Shutdown in progress. Well, that's all for this show. Keep the feedback coming and make sure you visit our website for details of what we discussed in today's tantalising take on technology. Point your browser at www.frequencycast.co.uk Frequencycast. Shutdown complete.